us. Every time we come into a stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You lose. Back in Throwback Thursday edition of the program, 303-831-1340, the hotline and the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. I'm Danny Williams. Jake Meyer is uh, producing the product, and Quentin is here as well. He's um, the next next big thing in sports talk radio, perhaps. I mean, it's just like you got you only a few ways to do it. You got to be uh, sleep your way to the top. You got to um, just be naturally, just have tons of skills, or you got to be like someone's kid or something like that. Do you even know who my father is? You know, you're going to be like playing that kind of card on people, dropping that kind of card. So uh, which one do you think you, uh, category do you fall into? I fall into the got to go get it yourself category. Okay. Definitely can't name drop anybody. <laughs> Nobody's, well, I have a father, but okay. I don't think he's going to get me a radio job. Um, so you're not going to sleep around? Sleep your way to the top? Uh, depends on who I have to sleep with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, no. <laughs> okay. Let's, let me ask you guys uh, about the bye week Broncos. What do you think? Um, They're going to take an L. On the bye week? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, well, actually, no, they bounce back. They kind of win one, lose one now. Is that where we're at here? Do we, or is that what we're hoping? It's It's a, been a roller coaster ride all season. So, you know, like you said, win one, lose one, win a couple, and then lose a couple. What are they telling, three, lose four. Uh, you know, what are the coaches kind of preaching right now? What's the message being sent right now through the team in the locker room, Jake? They're still in it. They're 500, one game back behind the Chiefs. And, you know, that's coach speak going on. But in reality, you know, it's not looking good for the Broncos. They got a, a bunch of tough division opponents for the rest of the season you could beat the lions and the bangles uh but you know that's the that's the the mantra that these coaches are speaking that they're still in it uh take one okay i'm gonna give you two choices broncos finish nine and eight or broncos finish seven and ten uh they'll probably finish what are they five and four well, i'm giving you a five choice what would you if for the direction of the future of the franchise or for what you want this season to end up like or for the uh success how you define and qualify the success of the season i'm telling you will you take nine and eight or seven and ten uh they should take seven and ten see if they can get a better draft pick okay. there's no success for this season everybody should get blown up at the end of the season new coaching staff i think that's so. the case but also if they finish not okay do we think that there's seven games left do we think that they will win at least three of those last seven games i do i think what so. do you think they probably will win three. okay so that makes them uh, that's eight it gets eight. you to eight wins that's eight okay can they find one more a one more a fourth win there um to get to nine wins I don't think so. Okay. Well, that's kind of the line. I think they're lucky to get three. I think that's where the line is drawn there. Very lucky to get well, three. Well, eight and nine, all things considered, okay? Injuries, Judy, uh, Bridgewater concussed. I think it cost them the next game as well. That's two games. Um, all the shoot, offensive line uh, injuries. Uh, the linebacking injuries, the offensive line injuries, all that kind of stuff. To finish the season eight and nine, would that be considered a success or a failure? Around here, it would be considered a failure. failure yeah. But it's hmm, it's definitely not a success. It puts you in the middle of the draft. You, if you either win or lose at this point. They're on the but right listen, track. But if you finish eight and nine and say a nine and eight team makes the playoffs – 
don't you feel like we were just and even if you finish eight and nine, don't you feel like we were one of the first teams out of the playoffs, which they probably will be? Yeah, but you know, you still didn't make the playoffs. You're you don't have a winning record, but so you can't really say it's a success. Wasn't but, the goal to compete and make the playoffs this year? Yes. Was that the goal it, this year? That was the goal. The this goal year. wasn't to win a championship, right? No, that wasn't. No. So if they almost kind of did that here and when they win eight games, is how could we not call that after a six? Were there five and eleven last season? Yeah, they're improving. Is what they're doing. That's three more wins than they had last season. They've already beat the Vegas odds. I believe, believe the over and under was four and a no, half. No, no, no. It's eight, eight, eight. Was eight it eight? Yeah, eight and yeah. a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. Yeah, that's why that number is real interesting for one. But is also, that what it started out at? Yeah. Okay. Um, now it's probably at seven and a half. I'm sure that's moved to seven and a half, just like we're talking about right now. So it's bad because it gives people a chance to talk about keeping what you got and giving it one more chance. And we know the offense coordinator needs to be fired. But like, how can they're a five and five team, right? They're five and five. Yeah. There ain't no five and five team out there that's acting like we're done. No one, not one, not one of them. Not one five and five teams like it's a wrap. We got to start cleaning the house. Maybe make some cuts. Uh, you know, we got to start looking at uh, or send our scouts all these uh, quarterbacks. And we're looking at uh, we got we got got I hiring a firm to look for my next head coach type of stuff. Uh, who are the five and five teams? Cleveland, it's a wrap for them. Indianapolis, they're about the only one Damn. that can no listen that can make the, the Cleveland. Playoffs. They don't think it's a wrap for them. No, they don't. Jake think had so. Cleveland going to the Super Bowl. Well. <laughs> That's definitely not going to happen. Okay, but not Cle- anymore. But listen, you don't think Cleveland thinks that they can win six Kate out Kenan? of seven or five? Listen, I'm Cleveland, sure they think that, but Cleveland wins five out of seven. They have ten wins and they go to the playoffs. Same thing with the Colts. For some reason, people in Vegas likes the Colts. The numbers say, you the, know, the Colts have the best chance of the five and why? five teams. They've got a why? great defense. They've got a good defense. They're more put together than the other teams. Jonathan Taylor's on a tear right now. I don't know, man. Uh, okay, keep, keep, keep going. Is there any other five and fives? Uh, let's see. Denver. What? Are the Bengals five and five or they're six? Five and four. They're five and four. The Saints, the Carolina Panthers. So are the Broncos not in that class of those teams? Mm. The Raiders are five they, and four. And the Chargers are five and four. Are those teams so, better than the Broncos? I'd say not. I know the Raiders. The Chargers just, are. The Chargers are. I know the Raiders pounded it, the Broncos, but... If the last if the last playoff team in the West only gets in with eight wins, it would probably be the Chargers or Cleveland. The Panthers are five and five, and they're kind of basically like one game out of a one and a half games out of the division, which they don't really believe oh, yeah, they're so going to win Broncos. because of Tampa Bay. So I mean, it's like are the Broncos not in that group of teams? They're they are. The, they're in the group of teams that they can. They're the game and a half out of the division, but what Kansas City and what San Diego. I call them San Diego. I know it's not. But what the Chargers look like, you know, they, they know they aren't anywhere up to those standards yet. They don't have the quarterback play. They still have the defense that can scare people. I think the Bron- of those teams I mentioned, probably two of those teams that are finding a way to make the playoffs, whether it be the Colts, whether it be the Bengals, whether it be the Browns, one of those three teams makes the playoffs. Why can't why couldn't it be the Broncos? Well, they don't have they Cleveland's got the tiebreaker against them if it comes down to that. Uh Cleveland's schedule 
is probably a little bit lighter than the Broncos. The, the Broncos haven't played. They still have to play three division games. Five. Five. Three two against home, the Chargers, two, two against, against the Kansas City. So those are. Do you know what? There's a chance that <laughs> the Chiefs are only one game in front of the Broncos, right? Yeah. So there's a chance. Visually. That there's a chance. <laughs> on paper. There's a chance that that last game of the regular season, is it Broncos at Chiefs or Chiefs at Broncos? It's here. It's in Denver. It's here. That could be for the division. Uh, there's Damn, always right. a chance. <laughs> I would love that so much. But Wouldn't that be the greatest thing ever? That would be it's, great. It would be great because I'll be there to watch it. But, you know, I, I think it's going to be a game where we have our backups in. The Broncos have already packed it in. Teddy Bridgewater packed it in for you guys on Sunday. Uh, he made a business Ooh. decision. I don't have a problem with the business decision he made. If he goes at that guy, he's going to have Baker's shoulder injury. He's already had a devastating knee injury. He's going to get himself concussed. Plus, if you watch a guy, which I don't know why anyone's talking about this, coming from the corner right here, he thinks that that guy's about to blow him up, kind of blindside. Right. But, um, and... That's part of the stall out. Then again, you got a guy, you're kind of at a standstill and you got a guy running at you full speed. You know, you're not a, 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 a over here trying to size him up to go low to take his leg out. You're standing up kind of to the side here and he's bobbing and weaving coming through here. It's just in like that split second moment you realize, well, he just got through about seven of our guys and I'm standing on the tracks and the train's coming through. Listen, put your leg out to trip him. Yeah, I mean, like Take that, the flag. that leg, oh, he almost died on the field, the You're practice right. field You're on right. that leg, bro. You're right. So, you know what I mean? Anybody else, I, you know, it's like, I don't know. I, I just, I'm not making excuses for Teddy, but that's the excuse. Well, people aren't going to get mad Teddy. at Tom Brady for not going for a tackle. And then I'm seeing like, right. oh, there's a couple, like a video of Peyton going, he throws a pick and goes down low for a tackle and is pissed. Like, you know, okay. All right, Peyton, whatevs, you know? But Teddy, I'm not going to hold against Teddy because um, they're 5-5 five and five with Teddy. I think Teddy's brought a lot of respect and credibility back to the team. No oh, one's definitely. acting like Teddy's the truth. No, no, they never have. No one's acting like Teddy's the truth. He, We pay him zero to be here. We gave a flyer, late round, nothing pick to, a, uh, to get him here, and they're paying the bill as well. Okay? Yeah, you can't beat that. So eat as much it's, as you can on a free ticket. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just the overall vibe coming out of that locker room it feels like they it's feel Broncos like they're country done. torn and divided but don't blame it all on teddy no no they shouldn't blame it all and on i teddy. freaking i don't know how drew lock on any better by doing nothing how did the guy get freaking better by doing nothing because i seen drew lock last year. i know what that looks like and it ain't as good as teddy okay so period period do we did we miss on mac jones sure let's talk about it uh justin fields um what do those guys do they give you hope they give you a future. They give you a plan. They buy you time. And maybe just maybe they turn into a star. One of those two guys will turn into a star. One, One of them will. Definitely. Probably One of those Mac. two will turn into a star. And you know what? There's going to be another couple dudes just like it in this next draft. And the Broncos got to go find them one. And if not, they got a second and third to go with that first. Two seconds, two thirds. Russell Wilson, come on down. Let's get this thing. You drafting a quarterback in the first round? I'm not if I can get Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. But if I'm not, then I am. And that's why, again, you know, if I'm at 16 or 15 and I went 8 and 9 or 9 and 8, or I'm at, you know, t 11 or 10, I got a second and a third that I can move up to the target zone for me is 6 to about 11. To that's, take who? 
Well, again, Herbert was garbage in a Pac-12 quarterback. Went six overall as a superstar. Josh Allen uh, went seven overall. Uh, Wyoming played against guys that looked like Jake and I. Um, Does anybody... Does anybody strike you as that quarterback? That's Listen, none of them. Yeah, but it's like we're not. We ain't there yet. I like that no. picket. I saw picket from Pitt. No, no um, picket from yeah Pitt. I like Cordero from Ole Miss. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm not there yet. We're not there yet. I didn't love Josh Allen until I started watching him. Till I looked at him. Till you got it. You could see that he was. We well, had two bad years. Before it turned into this. Yeah, guy. but he was a five tool prospect. It was like drafting Mike Trout. It's just like you draft the Incredibles. It's like drafting Cam Newton or Andrew Luck or or Elway. It, it's this the talent. You, you cannot pass on the talent. We'll develop it, but the skill set. You know, he 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 to win it. He dominate every pass, punt, and kick competition. Now we got to turn him into a quarterback. That's the job. It don't always work out. Jeff George didn't work out. Um, you know, there's there's a million guys who didn't work out, but you, you got to roll that dice sometimes. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, and his guy Quentin here back on the other side. It's Miley Sports. Back in Throwback Thursday edition of the program, 303-831-1340 is the hotline and the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Uh, I'm at Tweet Standing on Twitter, Jake at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter as well. You on Twitter somewhere? No, I'm not on Twitter. You I probably am, but I've never used it, so you, I don't remember my handle. You going to break into that Twitter game soon? You got, yeah, got good I, takes or going to follow I, the ladies? I probably or? should get into the Twitter game, Instagram game, but yeah, I don't know. Insta's hard. I don't, you know, what I'm supposed to post pictures of myself and all that kind of stuff. I'm not. I don't do selfies, so I don't me know if Insta's for me either. You on that TikTok? You on that TikTok? I am on TikTok, but only because my daughter's got me watching. Oh, really? Yeah, that's funny. TikTok's kind of cool, but I only see TikTok stuff on Twitter, and we only do Twitter for the show, really. So I don't know. Twitter's cool. Broncos Twitter is they can that's talk not themselves cool. into anything. Yeah, yeah, that's not as cool. <laughs> uh, okay, so. What, Jake Morgan Thursday night football. Let's you know, talk let's, about it. Let's, let's look at the... Are the uh, Falcons three and six? Or are they four and six? Or where are the Falcons the here? The Falcons are four and five. Four and five. So that's a big one for the Falcons. And do you know how the NFL works? I can see the Falcons winning this game. Are this, you know, is New England as good as they've played over the last three or four weeks? If with a win gotta, here, going to seven and four, I think they would be. We would have to say this is the start of like a new era. Era of, um, of you know, potential playoff and you know high level football in new england all over again with mac jones but uh well, they got a four game winning streak going on right now i'd say how the nfl works i might be looking at what's the number tonight minus six and a half patriots i might take six and a half points in the falcons tonight really yeah i think so and again you know what like i could talk season my, on the line well i could talk myself into new england to win this thing you know 30 to you know 17 too i have to really think about it but the falcons um you know, we're playing some pretty good ball there. I think people, we all have big names like Julio Jones and Calvin really's not playing. He's got something personal going, right? I don't know what it is, but. Yeah, mental 
mental health mental health stuff. Yeah. I don't know what, what's going on with him, but well, if that's the case, I'm taking the Patriots minus six and a half all day long. Yeah, I'll probably take the points too. They at home? Pretty sure. Yeah, the Falcons yeah. are at home. No, the Falcons are at home. Yeah, I still take at the home six plus and six and a half. I probably do that in a game that probably maybe is pretty close on Thursday night football, short week kind of stuff. You like. New England to roll. Actually, like, you see, that's like the New England way, though. Who's more prepared? Who's better, you know, on short weeks, that kind of stuff than New England? And that's because they're like, you know, ran like the freaking Navy SEALs over there. You know Our what machine. I mean? So, yeah. So, damn, now on the short week, that might have changed a little bit. I'd think about it. Hit me at before we, at 1055 before we, you know, uh, head up. I like Kyle Pitts for any time touchdown score. I think Mac Jones will throw a couple touchdowns. Um, maybe not three, but I bet you he throws a couple. All right, Mac Jones. What's over, his numbers on the year? Over uh, his over under total for this game is two hundred fifty two and a half yards. I think he might. That one's tough. I might take the under on that one. Uh, Matt Ryan's at two fifty and a half as well. I'm gonna take the under on the yardage for Mac Jones. Over on the touchdown passes. All right. Um, what's the total you said? Uh, 252 and a half. No, the game total. Oh, the game total is 47. 47? Hmm. Man, you just said 30 to 17. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> I know it, man. That's tough. I'm taking the under. I'd probably take the under, too, now that I think about it. Um, New England's not trying to go score 45 points on anybody. They want to get up by a couple scores and then run the ball and force you into mistakes. So far this season, Mac Jones has 2,333 yards, uh, 13 tutties, and uh, seven picks. Tell me that again. 2,333 yards, mm -hmm. 13 tutties to seven picks. Okay. It's not bad. I mean, he's a rookie. You know, the guy was playing against SEC. Van Vanderbilt and they and <laughs> last year. So he's, you know, he kind of looks the part. I think people, the knock on him was like the body type. What kind of athlete is he? I mean, the same knock on Tom Brady. Huh? I mean, like, I swear to God, it's like the same <laughs> thing. Like, you see the comps, people were putting him on Twitter of his, you know, body in the boxers at the, you know, co uh, combine and, and Tom Brady's. So, you know, it's not about that, definitely, because, again, um, of the, who are the, who are the greatest quarterbacks of all time? Tom Payton, Elway in Montana. Elway was the only real athlete there. Yeah, definitely. Elway's the only athlete. real athlete in that uh, group of quarterbacks. Um, Montana was hardly an athlete. Uh, Peyton was probably an underrated athlete, but he ain't an athlete like these quarterback athletes of today. And uh, Tom Brady is a uh, underrated athlete in the sense of, look, the guy's playing, he's 45 years old. So, like, <laughs> you can call him. You can argue in some senses, well, he's the greatest athlete of all time. But also, it's, you know, God gave him this gift of longevity and whatever he does. Do you know what I think? Like, it's not hard to figure out. Like, whatever, like, voodoo stuff or whatever, like, supermodels his wife does, that's, like, that the gift of, like, the everlasting uh, eternal life. Right. Whatever okay. she, whatever her supermodels do, she's doing it for Tom. I swear to God, he got to credit her for this kind of stuff because, I mean, like. Taking baths well, in the look, blood of youth. Well, look at Christy <laughs> Brinkley and look at, like, Cindy Crawford. Like, the you know, not every supermodel. You know, some kind of look like old catcher's mitt, but um, <laughs> they're still, like, beautiful and they're, you know, old ladies. So whatever eternal gift of life that these supermodels have and use. Um, she's giving it to Tom, man, and it's working. So not the TB12, huh? 
Like, I don't know, man. Give her all the credit. I got to give her some of the credit because no one's ever done it. And no one's ever had a supermodel uh, wife like Giselle, who's maybe the greatest supermodel of all time. Give them some credit. I mean, for real. There's no comp, bro. So, (laughs) so do the Patriots make the playoffs? They're oh yeah, six yes. and four right now. Totally. Wild card. They're a ten win playoff, uh, ten win uh, team that makes the playoffs. Totally, definitely. They yeah. just have to. They got. They got to go. F- uh, just win four out of the last seven. They definitely do that. I mean, look at their poop division. Um, and you know the Bills right now. I'm not sure what's up with them. Can they win the division? Well, I mean, it's again like a little bit of what happened into or it's happened to the Chiefs. The Bills just didn't get a championship out of it. It's like the rest of the division and league is kind of. Close the gap on the Bills and the Chiefs and um, caught up with them a little bit. So, yeah, there's a lot of parody going around. I have totally this season, tons of parody. Not quite in the NFC, but it's coming back down to a little bit of, you know, to to earth as well a little bit. Well, definitely the uh, Bills actually actually pay, pay, uh, play the Patriots twice coming up. So they can win the division. Either yeah, one. that was before the division, basically, both of, both of those games. Let's go to break 303-831-1340, the hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Uh, Quentin and Jake are in with me. I'm Danny Williams. Uh, watch us at milehighsports.com. Stream us uh, there, 98.1 FM if you're in town here. 303-831-1340, the hotline, and the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. Uh, you can ask Quentin anything you want. Just give him a call. Uh, you can talk to us on the text line as well. I saw some smiles from Jake over there. You got a couple texts. You can catch up with him on the other side. It's Miley Sports. Ask the clubs, that boy, that's you, myself. My name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OC. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Ho. All right. 10:31 a.m. in the Mile High City. We're live from the Tech Center. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate the interaction and the participation. Uh, lots of ways to get involved with the show, so feel free to do that. Um, you got, I, I think it, you just missed your deadline for 63 cent McMuffins. I think they stopped serving them like at 1030, according to my research. Uh, you have to have the app. So I was like, and we got uh, 50 of those 63 cent McMuffins. And she was like, you have to have the app. And I was like, Ugh, fine, I'll take two for four. <laughs> and make them sausage. Don't trick us with ham again. Uh, Gross. I know. Uh, Very disappointing. We well, got I mean, like a ham sandwich, and that's pretty good. But I want want a ham McMuffin. I want a sausage McMuffin. Right? What are we gonna sausage say? egg McMuffin? Yeah. Because if you just ask for sausage, they won't give you the egg. Yeah, totally. So that's terrible too. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, we got a few texts to get to. F. Lewis says, "Quinton sounds like a keeper. Voice for radio. Let him take next call from Gerald." So we don't have to? <laughs> yes. He's just a caller who calls in as a jerk face. Hey, I like jerks. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, they're, they're among us. We, we, we all got a couple that we, you know, We got another one from the team. Uh, Noit. He yeah. says, got to step your fab game up. The soul tape one through th- one through three are classics. Fab? Fabulous. Oh, fabulous. I thought he meant Robin Fab. You know Robin Fab? No. Uh, can you search Robin Fab on the and then see what comes up and then play the music? Behind Robin Fab. Uh, in the meantime, back to Nuggets a little bit. How much longer they could sur- could they survive without Michael Porter Jr. and without Jamal Murray? How long? How much longer could they survive without those guys? Oh, I think they'll be just fine without them. Michael Porter Jr. As much as we want him to be great, he just won't live up to the bill. Anybody with back problems since high school is probably and feet too, right? 
Back, feet, those are bad problems to have. Those my neck. never go away. My back. My neck and my, my neck back. And back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, uh, they've been doing pretty well without him. So, you know, when Jamal Murray comes back, it'll, they'll be good. Jokic can carry the load. They'll be fine, especially with uh, Bones Highland emerging as a bench star. Will Barton picking up the slack for MPJ, putting up a 30-point night the other day against the Pacers. So as long as Will Barton and Nikola Jokic can hold it down, they'll be completely fine. Okay. That's... This is the first thing that comes up with Robin Fab. Yeah, this is the first thing. Okay. Rob and Fab are um, Millie Vanilli. You know, Millie Vanilli is, um, you know, they're the two dudes who were lying and they weren't really singing. They were, you know, they they were, uh, I, I don't know, I've never heard this. This is what the 90s were like. Yeah, it's terrible. I know the song, but I would never guess who said it. Oh, I, I'm from the 90s. Yeah, you're from the 90s? Ladies. Yeah. Okay. I'm not as young as I look. Okay. Millie Vanilli is Robin Fowl. Um, okay. Play a girl, you know it's true for me at some point, and then we'll put a bow, you know, put the whole, tie the whole thing together. I think the beauty of Jokic is like, Quentin, me, and Jake and uh, Nate can go run with him, and like he'd he keep us in the game. He'd find <laughs> a way to get us all involved. He'd find a way to get us easy open looks and finishes. He'd help us build confidence. And by the end, like any you know, four dudes on the floor that Jokic goes out there and balls with, will end up being empowered uh, by Jokic. That's the greatness of of that player. Definitely, definitely, he can get everybody get everybody paid. Uh-huh. With the, the thing with Jokic, um, you know, his game just makes the flow of the game so much easier for the rest of his teammates. And, you know, he could win back-to-back MVPs this year. I think he's a uh, front runner. And I think the gap is big between him and Steph. But then I think the gap between Steph and the next guy is pretty big, especially the, the Nets have struggled. Durant's had a nice season. Don't get me wrong. But like uh, DeMar DeRozan, it'd probably be in front of me, in front of Durant for me. He's has, you know, he's averaging tons of points at like five 30 plus point games as DeRozan. And then look what the Bulls are doing, the turnaround. Um, so that's what it is to me. Jokic is way out in front. Uh, as long as they keep winning games, especially without Michael Porter Jr. and um, and Jamal Murray and you know whoever else is hurt at the time for these guys, um, for the Nuggets to finish as a top three seed in the West, which I think they will, uh, be good enough for me for MVP because I don't see anyone else other than Steph. Again, Steph's you know deserves it. He's back. His team is doing uh, incredible things right now without He's, Clay. Without Clay, his mama call him Clay. I'ma call him Clay. <laughs> And I think those are the two guys it's going to come down to. What's scary is that, you know, I, I hope there's some, some of that currency, like current buzz and currency around Jokic's dollar being a, a very, you know, a hot, um, hot piece of ass right now. And maybe voters a little bit sick of Steph and over stuff. But Steph's so lovable, puts a big smile on, gives you a shimmy. I'm like, I love that guy. Yeah, that's the downfall for Jokic is the national media. I mean, he gets nothing. Well... He, Steph's like doing press conferences and he's right. like, you know, his wife's still at the cookbook and he's like got the big smile and he's sweeping <laughs> him off the feet. And then Jokic, 
uh, Denver Nugget NBA basketball player. You know, I snubbed for MVP award. And, you know, they snubbed me for MVP. Um, and then, like, you know, it's just he's that's that love, American love. And listen, that's, you know, again, Jokic is American love. Euro, yeah. you know, he's a Euro. We don't get that. You know, there's dudes on the East Coast and the West Coast who had never heard Jokic talk before. They snubbed me for the MVP award. You know, they never heard him talk. Right. So, and Steph's maybe the most beloved guy in the NBA. Who's more beloved than Steph in the NBA? Dame? Dame's no, not no. beloved. Too many, too, too little gritty. Mm. Too many, one too many tats or something for Dame, <laughs> for, for, for average America. You know what I mean? I'm being yeah. serious. So, yeah. who else? Uh, just everybody hates LeBron. Everybody either uh, loves or hates him. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I don't know anybody that hates Curry. Who hates Steph? <laughs> People are like, oh, yeah, I hate that Steph Curry. He shoots it too far. Right. It's like hating <laughs> Russell Wilson. How can you hate yeah, a guy like well, that? Well, uh, <laughs> Hey, Russell, uh, what are you, what's your motivation? Unlimited. <laughs> Remember that? Did you hear that one? We'll yeah, play. I mean, yeah. It's like, I don't know, man. He's, um, so who else, man? Yeah, I, I, I think it ain't close. Zion has a big smile and all that kind of stuff, but you got to go on the court and dominate for everyone to kind of love on you. Yeah. Because he had a lot, of hype, a lot of hype around him, went to Duke, the whole thing, big smile, you know. Um, I rarely hear his name come up now. <laughs> Hardly. For one, he went to the wrong franchise. He should have pulled, a, you know, an Eli Manning or a John Elway and said, you know, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going You got to get me somewhere else. You got to get me to the Toronto with a big market or something like that. I can't waste my years like Chris Paul and Anthony Davis there in in um, Orleans. What do you got for us? You got to be unlimited. You, know, you got to have a thought process of being unlimited. So when people ask you. You know, what you're thinking about or what you want to do in life or where you want to go, you got to be unlimited. Tell them, I'm unlimited. You know what I mean? So when they ask you certain questions like, Who brings you motivation, Russell? Mr. Unlimited. It's like, I don't even get it. Do you think that was going to be a hit? You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. Just because you're a star doesn't mean you post dumb stuff on Twitter. You see people like no likes on Twitter and stuff like that. And you're like, ah, I kind of like that guy. You know, he's a listener, so I like it for him. But you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, it's sometimes you just, I don't know. Well, Russell Wilson or uh, Aaron Rodgers? Oh, man. I mean, geez. Russell Wilson has more time left. Aaron Rodgers only has a couple years left. I don't think he's got the Tom Brady 45 in him. But if I was Denver, I would definitely go after Russell if I had to choose one of the two. Jake, what about you? I'm with Russell. I, I don't like the um arrogance and the pompous of Aaron Rodgers so I'll, I'll go with Russell Wilson what about um drafting Russell Wilson or a quarterback with a top 12 pick uh that depends on who's there at the top 12 and depends on how they look coming well, up we the don't know rest of the college season I'll, say I'll, theoretically you want it makes sense for you it's a guy you, you like then you want the guy that's done it still Russell Wilson has okay. enough years left in him to Bypass. There's one. no right or wrong answer, but that's the right answer. Yeah, give me Russell. I mean, he's, that's the right answer. He's, he said he wants to play Bowl. another 10 years. Right. He just said that. Right. And, you know, a guy, everyone says that. And the last guy who said that was Tom Brady. I'm like, oh, yeah, right. And he's doing it. But Five Ru years later. I think Russell yeah, Wilson right. will give you six or seven more years at a super high level uh, of football. And I think you could win one with him during that stretch. I think Aaron Rodgers, I mean, look, he looks old, busted up, you know, looks like an old man. I think um, Aaron Rodgers could be Aaron Rodgers for another two or three years and will kind of um, gradually fade away, like, you know, the skill set will fade away, like Peyton a like little Peyton bit. Like Peyton Manning? Yeah. So let me mention Fandle real quick. 
yesterday we tried to come up with as many of the uh, players on the 75th anniversary team as we could, the NBAs, and we got to like 55 or 60. And like, you know, when it was like a bunch, Hal Greer and like old dudes who would like, you had to really you know, think about it or it'd take you the whole day to come up with guys and think about, you know, I have to talk about, you know, championship teams to go back and think about We did a good job of it, but right now FanDuel celebrating the NBA's 75th anniversary season on FanDuel. Right now, new customers can place their first bet risk-free, and if you don't win, you get up to $1,000 back. If you're thinking about joining FanDuel, now's the perfect time to give it a shot. Easy to use, easy to deposit, easy to find your bet. Uh, they accept Venmo now, which is kind of cool. A lot of people got a little business and they keep their extra, you know, spare change in their Venmo. Well, uh, deposit now and withdraw through your Venmo. That's pretty cool. Um, there's no place um, anywhere to bet on the NBA like there is on FanDuel. They're the best. Um, already have a FanDuel account? Well, they're hooking all customers up with $50 when you refer a friend. Okay, you and your friend get $50 in your account. Just invite them using your exclusive referral link, which can easy, easily be found when you tap the uh, refer icon in the bottom of your app. You'll see it. It's right there. Um, see for yourself why they're America's number one sports book. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app now. Sign up with promo code MHS. Get your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Make every moment more this NBA season. Promo code MHS. Use it. It's important for us. We appreciate that. 21 and older. Present in Colorado. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. One final segment. Quentin is in. He's a student of Jake's, but you know what? One day the student will go on to murder the teacher. No, not murder the teacher. It's like a samurai thing. It's like to surpass the great samurai Sensei. teacher. Yeah. You know? we uh, When you're a mentor, Jake... You want your caterpillars to turn into beautiful butterflies. <laughs> hey, Quentin's a peacock. You got to okay. let him fly. You got to let him fly. All right. Uh, does this ring a bell to you, this one? This is what I was, when I was down at Greenlee Elementary on 10th yeah. and Calumet, <laughs> and they bust me in there, and they're like, who are all these white kids? We had to stick together. <laughs> but then I went to the other side. Quentin found me. On the playground, we started kicking it. We became best friends. Little do we know, our dads used to kick it back in the day. We're best friends now, Quentin, right? Best friends. Let's get it. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, Andrew's here. And Quentin's with us for one final segment. Let's finish strong at Smile Life Sports. Like Dr. Dre's so good on this, I don't think Ice Cube's ever been as good as Dr. Dre is on this right now. This might be like such like, oh, that's played out. You know what I mean? But it's like a banger anthem all time. If we were gonna like that, the aliens were gonna come down and we're like, and they're like, well, we need your best of everything. You know, this we're gonna send them like. This for uh, on our ten greatest rap songs of all time. My, you know, don't I mean like Snoop and Dr. Dre at the peak of the game? There's nothing that sounds like that. No, definitely not. The Chronic album was one of the best ever. Right? Okay. So three zero three eight three one thirteen forty is the hotline. It's the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Got about six or seven minutes left worth of show. Why don't we all pull up our betting slip here? I need a couple best bets from you for tonight. Uh, Quentin, Jake, and I do it every single day. We're making those bets on FanDuel. We're um, trying to make some money, man. We're trying to pad that pocket a little bit. So we'll take a look back at Thursday Night Football here in a minute, but I got some NBA up right now. Uh, the Wizards are plus seven at the Miami Heat tonight. 
Miami's good. Don't get me wrong, but the Wizards are like in one seed in the East right now, and yeah. you got to ride that wave as far as you can take it. I think so. Kind of like the Wizards in the seven points tonight, and you know I'm a guy who usually loves that 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 chalk. Golden State just rolling right now. I think they hammer the Cavaliers nine and a half yeah. um, at Cleveland on the road at Cleveland. Um, well, Cleveland's not playing too bad this year. Nuggets minus seven and a half at home against the 76ers. No Embiid. What do you think? Well, Embiid is actually eligible to return today, uh, but he might not. He still might be out a little bit longer than that. But today is the first day that he's eligible to come back. But I do like the Nuggets. You don't want to have nothing to do with Jokic tonight. No, he doesn't. I, I like the Nuggets minus seven and a half against the Sixers. Yeah, I'll probably take the Nuggets in that game too because Embiid's not going to play. I doubt it. Um... Anything else you guys see that you like? I'll take the the over in that game as well. Two two oh nine and a half in the seventy sixers seventy uh, sixers Nuggets game. I mm. like a lot of points to be scored in that game. Really, yeah. I, I like the under on that one. The Nuggets uh, have the second best defensive rating in the NBA right now. Um, and if they don't have Embiid, I do not see the seventy sixers getting over a hundred points. Yeah, they're just one of those teams that the Nuggets like to. Let's score a lot. Um, you know, they still uh, – sometimes the team is dangerous without their best player. You know what I mean? But, right. Um, I like the uh, Jazz, minus 10.5 against the Toronto Raptors. Um, the Raptors, after losing Kyle Lowry, have not been the same. And uh, give me the Jazz to roll against the Raptors. What's college football look like tonight? There's only a couple games. Uh, I know Duke and Louisville are, are playing. Louisville minus 20.5. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to stay away from that one. Oh, Air Force uh, was tomorrow night. Yes. Okay. And then also tonight you have Nichols State <laughs> taking on Southeast Louisiana, minus 7.5. Uh, Duke stinks Louisiana. this year. Louisville scored some points last week. Um, yeah, I'll take I'll take, I'll take Louisville in the 20.5, right? Three yeah. tutty victory? Definitely. I could see it. Okay. Um the over under in the Nickel State Southeast Louisiana game is crazy. 77 and a half. Apparently they don't play defense at either <laughs> of those schools. Usually on these uh, you know, mid middle of the week games, the over hits consistently. But there's gonna be a lot of points scored. I don't know if 77, 78, that's a lot of points. So I, I might take the under on that one yeah, just because it's so high. Too. Definitely the under. Then I'll be disappointed tomorrow when it ruins my parlay. <laughs> How about the Grizzlies or, or the Clippers at the Grizzlies minus one and a half? Grizzlies are favored. Uh, check. I'll pass. Okay, I'll go with the Clippers. I can't believe in the Clippers. Yeah, for some reason, there's learning to play and and succeed without Kawhi, but um, it's like Reggie Jackson. Ricky Jack, Reggie Jackson, who else? Like, they got guys on their squad. I'm just like, eh. Eric Bledsoe, I'm like, eh. Mel Tucker is using his success as leverage again. Uh, I don't know if he's flirting with LSU. I don't know if um, his agent got himself in the USC discussions, but they're going to offer him a... uh, New 10-year, $95 million contract. Wow. That Michigan State? Yeah. Wow. Jake, stop the show! 
Let's go out to the hotline and get a mayhem icon. He's uh, uh, called in for an uh, important reason, I would uh, assume. Tony Comas, how are you, bro? You know, uh, I'm actually, uh, I got a text from Mel, and he wanted to thank Colorado and CU for <laughs> giving them the springboard. And that's for, for sure. For him to be one-tenth of a billionaire, uh, you know, at, at Michigan State. That is so crazy, Danny. It's and unreal. Quentin and Jake, because what has he done? Uh, oh man, it got a little bit of success, man. It's how people will get so carried away with, uh, carried away with, and then think you can do whatever um, or do it anywhere. Um, Mel Tacker, man, again, <laughs> he is not he, taking anything away from him. Not he, taking anything. Away no, from no, him. they had a Look great at, season, and the turnaround in, in in the short term is what. That's my I, point. Is that he had a great season? Yeah. So far, the season's not even over. And he was talking about a $95 million, uh, and I would do, you know, good for him. It just shows how. Let me ask you this real quick, Tony, check this out. So say that's like you're working uh, radio, like in some small town in Kansas or something like that. Then you get offered Mile High Sports, then you're at Mile High Sports kind of doing, you know, a bigger thing. Then say like the fan um, wanted you to do like a big show there. Then you want to um, ESPN or Fox Radio offered syndication for you and you're going to go work in L.A. or something like that. Is that not the same thing? Aren't you leaving people behind like in the same kind of fashion? No, not no, because uh, you're falling forward. That's the perfect Willie Taggart uh, um, <laughs> example right there. Because what has Mel Tucker done so far, uh, uh, other than he, he was an analyst under Nick Saban, and that is his biggest highlight on his resume um, this year? Listen, not to take anything away, it, it, the success. If they can lock, if he can get locked up for ten million. You know, for me, that's just a perfect example of what a fierce, a fear-driven society we live in, especially in the interesting. World. You're right. Yeah, it's we can't lose this guy. We can't lose. Lock him up now for ten years, and yeah. uh, you know, we'll, he's our Jimbo Fisher. But anyway, well, uh, th- thanks for for having me on, Qu- Quentin. What a what a refreshing some takes. Yeah, I, I like listening to you today, buddy. You're thank you're you. doing fantastic. And Appreciate it, Jake. As always, Jake, I'll answer your question. You said why? Why are people still on the Drew Lock? trained yeah um and like i said it's because going into preseason and going into the season 51 percent of the denver broncos population were on the drew you know they wanted drew lock and then when teddy won it um they were angry and looking for reasons to fail uh you said it earlier danny yeah you said uh five and five what was the threshold and the um margin of error for teddy if teddy was seven and three right now James Merrillat would still find something wrong with him. And no with doubt Bangio about it. 100%. And with the entire Broncos organization. And do you know um, what? This team, I think all things considered, we kind of talked about this. Like, what would a best case through 10 games be for the Broncos? I think it would have been 6-4. and four. They're no 7-3 and yeah. three team. Again, it's yeah. like every – we said that ha- they'd have had to hit every freaking green light to get to 7-3. and three. They ain't good enough to be 7-3. and three. So let's not be so shocked and so deflated by 5-5 five and five when – I mean, who thought they were going to be 5-5? Five and five? Be realistic, Broncos country, because you're kind of making us all look bad a little bit with this flip-flop crap and uh, – we're smarter than that. We're smart enough to know, take things for and take ourselves for who and what the franchise kind of is right now. Go back, look what they do every offseason. They're trying to make upgrades at quarterback, and we got to just hope for the best and hope they hit a home run with the next one. That's all we can do. Danny, I ask my wife every year for McLaren for Christmas. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm not disappointed because I know it's not realistic. Yes. Um, 
Hey, thanks. Can I can I promote yeah, the show? Yeah, of course. Do it, man. Do it. Thank you. Fancade is on Mile High Sports. We're there from 6 to 8 o'clock on Thursday nights tonight. We'd love to support our friends on the digital side, so we're going to be having uh, Joey Richards is going to come on. We're going to dive a little bit into the quarterback realm of the college class that we have coming in. Yeah. So talking about Malik Willis, talking about guys like Matt Corral, Pickett. Sam Howell. Uh, yeah, Pickett, who's been at Pitt for uh, 19 years. Actually, <laughs> He's uh, an eighth-year he, senior? Uh, is he becoming a doctor? No. There's a Just, difference between Pickett and Chris Winkie. Winkie went and played football, baseball, professional yeah, baseball for like six years. Uh-huh. Pickett has been at Pitt the entire time playing yeah. football. But, uh, but yes, Pickett, uh, Kenny Pickett. And, uh, and we're also going to have Lindsey Bebo, who's got a great player profile on Justin Simmons on there. And then uh, coming in, we're bringing in – we're going outside the family tonight for the first time. Um, we're bringing in Cameron, uh, I think it's Cameron Parker, yeah. uh, who's going to be joining us from predominantly orange and going to talk a little bit more about Justin Simmons and how he is, uh, kind of, uh, his season has really progressed. And then the man on the field and off the field. So appreciate you guys. Be sure to tune in. You Thanks Tony. Live, you guys do a good job. We appreciate six it. To eight. You're the best man. Thanks for making me laugh for at least two hours. Today. Thanks buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, Tony Comas and, you know, um, uh, Maximo, those guys do a great job on Thursday nights. Whenever they're on, whenever they got their stuff uh, going, they do a really good job. So uh, for Jake Meyer, Quentin, great job. Fist bump me, bro. Thank you. Appreciate uh, it. Big things ahead for you. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Bye. See, you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Watch alert.